0: welcome to the podcast this is mallory
1: (laughs) you don't have to introduce me right away hello everybody i'm mallory since james can't do a proper introduction i work with him and i'm also his cousin
0: welcome to the weekend sports wrap podcast this is my cousin mallory
1: (laughs) glad to be here
0: she is going to help me with the podcast today how much do you know about sports, Mallory?
1: I don't know a whole lot. I'm going to be honest with you. All right.
0: We're in for a good ride then.
1: You know, when when it comes to sports, I know locally, I'm a Sheridanite, born and raised, work local too, born and Sheridan raised. Media. Um, I just root for the Bronx. And I may not know what they're doing out there, but I, I sure can say go Bronx.
0: What sport is going on right now? Basketball. Nice. All right. Good job. I know a well little done. bit. That's fair. Good job. Okay. We had to start over. Um, but we want to recap euphoria euphoria what'd you think final episode
1: baloney i thought it was baloney and you want to know why i thought that sure um there were a lot of unfilled plot 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 lines i'm nervous it's my first time on the show i mean
0: it's your first time on the show but it's not your first time doing a podcast
1: yeah <laughs> i was just kidding anyways i thought there was a lot of empty there were not there were not a lot of answers to things that were presented in the Overlying show. Overline questions. Yeah. And I don't, I think there are some things that needed to be closed out in season two that were simply not addressed. Give me an example. Um, So the babysitter thing, I just, I don't think that can be drawn out into season three because it was so small.
0: Oh, uh, with Maddie? Yeah. There was a closet okay, yeah. in
1: the camera or the Whoa, camera <laughs> in the closet. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Um, and she gave her a dress. Maddie said she was going to leave. I,
0: that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about it. I really didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. And the Ethan and Kat breakup, like Kat was, that was like, that so disappointing. Yeah. I have brain cancer. It's time. Brain to- tumor. Mm-hmm.
0: By the way, she didn't have a brain tumor. We're not mad about that, but she's <laughs> lying about it in the show. She
1: gaslit him. She gaslit him. And he put on an amazing performance he in did. that play. But
0: like, he should win an Emmy just for that.
1: Absolutely. I yeah. think he should too. Um, and They didn't address how she felt about the play, but she was there the whole season, but with no lines.
0: It kind of felt like after the brain tumor thing, they didn't really know where to go with the the relationship between those two. And so they just cut it off entirely. (laughs) So even though they're like around each other still, Mm -hmm. they don't really like know how to interact with each other. And they didn't really know how to write it into the script. Yeah. So they just closed each other off, which is weird because it's like after something like that, after a breakup like that in the show, it's weird to just leave that cut and dry.
1: Absolutely. By itself. I think Sam Levinson was like, oh, my God, I wrote this character to do something so stupid. Now she's just stupid and she has no lines.
0: Well, and that's. The, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is I, I really I think he wrote it so far ahead of time. He was like, I can't just spit all this. Yeah. Like, remake this whole character for season two. So she has to kind of sit in the background now. Yeah. Even though she had a great plot line in season one.
1: You know, while I may not know a lot about sports, I do know a lot about pop culture and Fair I read enough. a little tidbit oh, that no. the reason why she doesn't have lines is because Sam Levinson cut her lines. And that's because um, she refused to play like a role that he wrote for her, which I think is a little bit of a prima donna thing to do because you have a job. You for, need to act
0: for, for Barbie, which it, is cat. Yeah. played by cat or mm-hmm. cat played by Barbie.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, it is Sam's character. It's, it's coming from, His basis of recollection and who, like what he went through as a kid. And he's like said that many times in the background or in the behind the scenes stuff. So I agree with you. I mean, if you're not going to do the character, how it's written from Sam, I can, you know, I'm fine with like a little swaying here and there, obviously, but it's like, you're going to fall into the background. Like to to, to be fair to Barbie, I don't think she really like had, I don't remember her coming out and being like, this is, you know, BS. Yeah. I'm not getting anything. You know, you know
1: I mean? and it's all rumors. There's some like individuals that have confirmed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they haven't like confirmed the details, like why she was up on set. What was confirmed was that she was upset on set.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: Fair so, enough. Um,
0: I liked the season finale. You liked it? I did. It was, it was all right. You know, I didn't love it. I, like I said, I, I think there's some, there were some pacing issues with it. Yeah. Um, going from Fezco stuff to, um, like the play and kind of back and forth is kind of a weird pacing and a, an abrupt stop in terms of the play. Like having to keep up with the Fesco stuff that's going on, which is super tense, super suspenseful. And then back and forth to the play and trying to match that pace is incredibly hard, which, you know, I don't blame him for having a, a trouble with the pacing. Um, but I just thought he couldn't really keep up with the Fesco stuff. The Fesco stuff was the primary thing I was focused on the entire show.
1: Can I get a shout out for Miss Faye? I always liked her and then she came through.
0: She did come through. Yep. We love Faye.
1: We love Faye. Stan Faye.
0: Her lips are crazy. I'm in mourning. You're in mourning. I'm in mourning. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers, but we are in mourning. Okay, skip to let <laughs> Let's see here. 5.20 for the actual sports part of the show. <laughs> Even though I'm saying that after we already talked about all that. Whatever. We're just going to get into it now. Are we into it now? We're getting into sports now. Okay. okay. You ready for sports? Local sports action from this past weekend. The Bronx and Lady Bronx. They swept Kelly Walsh. Uh, in basketball, to close out their regular season on Friday, the Bronx run 63-46, to 46, and the Lady Bronx won 51-35. to 30, 35. Both teams will play in the regional tournament starting on Thursday and running through the weekend. Bronx versus Kelly Walsh will start at 1.30, and the Lady Bronx versus Cheyenne Central at 3 p.m. We're going to have all those games for you on KWYO, 1410 a.m. and 106.9 FM. KWYO, the Bighorn Rams and, ton- and both Tongue River basketball teams advance to the 2A state tournament. It starts on Thursday as well. Lady Eagles versus Wyoming Indian at 9 a.m. to start the tournament off. And then Rams versus Rocky Mountain at noon. And then the Eagles versus uh, Big Piney at 9 p.m. on Thursday.
1: That's a lot of games.
0: Oh, my God. These you kids have are incredible. no idea. Okay. One of my worst experiences. Uh-huh. This is kind of going behind the, the whatever behind the looking glass or whatever. One of my worst experiences from doing board op and stuff and producing for Sheridan Media mm-hmm. was the state tournament for basketball. I think it was like four years ago or mm-hmm. something like that. We had to, well, one, there's like, depending on the day, you can have like two to three games each day or something like that. So if Bighorn and Tongue River and um, the Bronx are there, we'll be running like two games per station. So 87-7 and 14-10, and that can go on for like six games okay so it's super annoying you're here for like eight hours eight full hours on a weekend on like a saturday and it's like i don't really want to be doing this and to throw on top of that positive attitude well i mean it's like here's the thing about doing this on the board up it's just you're pressing buttons yeah right and then you're sitting to wait to press more buttons it can be (laughs) annoying at times and kind of dull but the thing that threw it on top of everything Because we were having technical difficulties all day. Yeah. So we had to run, like, the game out of the Crow Studio into the production studio, and the ads just didn't sound good. The broadcast itself didn't sound very good, and it was just, like, a frustrating day.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. Ah. But overall, our production is good. No, it it trying is. to no, no, cover no, no. up all I, no, your no, no, negative no, no. things. I
0: mean, it is. It is. It was just that one time because we had technical difficulties and I was here with my brother, thank God for Will. Shout out Will. And um I was here for I mean, eight hours on a Saturday and we were having technical difficulties and stuff. And I was just like, this is awful. I don't want to ever do this again.
1: You're going to be writing an apology letter to our boss. after Probably. This. <laughs> yeah.
0: Bob's going to listen to this and he's going to be pissed at me, but that's okay. You know what? It, it, it works out now. So it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> moving on to wrestling. The 2022 state wrestling tournament wrap Bronx placed third as a team in the four a standings missing second place by just one point. Dane Steele won the state championship for hey, the Bronx. What,
1: what is the equivalent level. of one point? Like what, what
0: was. I have no idea. Oh, You're asking the wrong person about wrestling. Okay. Sorry. Anyways. That that was, yeah.
1: Your host, you guys, Look, here's the thing.
0: Okay. I mean, that's fair. It's like, that's a great question. Talk to Kevin Coyle for more. Um, I I really don't know. Honestly, wrestling is kind of way over my head when it comes to the point system and everything like that. I've tried to watch it and try to understand it, but it's like, have you ever watched Cricket? No. Okay. Cricket. It's like baseball, like baseball got a lot of their stuff from cricket. Like croquet? No, no. Croquet is um, through the wickets and stuff. Yeah. That's different. Cricket's like, it's like the um, European kind of Middle Eastern version of baseball. Baseball got a lot of inspiration from cricket. Mm -hmm. But if you tried to watch baseball from a cricket mind, it makes no sense you'll yeah. have no idea what is going on.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. But uh, that's me with wrestling.
1: We've no got to learn more about wrestling. If that's you true. are a wrestler at Sheridan high school, uh, email info at We, we want, we want to ask questions. Actually,
0: I would, I, I would not mind if you did that. If you did email me, I would read that to Again, try to figure out what the points are.
1: That email is I N F O at Sheridan Media.com.
0: Thank you, Mallory, my cousin, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. First off, let me finish off with wrestling here. Uh, Dane Steele. Won the state championship for the Bronx at the 152-pound level.
1: That is amazing.
0: Congrats to him.
1: I just think these athletes are incredible with what they're doing. I could never.
0: Me neither. (laughs) I mean, I played baseball, but not now. Steele received all state honors along with Colton Powers and Colson Kuhn. Congrats to them, who were both runner-ups in their respective weight classes. The Tongue River Eagles finished tied for 15th in Class 2A, and the Eagles didn't have any meddlers, but they had a couple players, uh, wrestlers go 4th, 5th, and sixth in their respective weight classes and finally the Sheridan Hawks finished off their season last weekend falling to the Butte Cobras on both Friday and Saturday at home the Hawks finished the year with a 6-40 and record Caden McDonald finished the season as the leading points getter with 33 and uh, 33 points and McCaffrey Billings was a close second with 32 points
1: you know I said I don't know a lot about sports but I love hockey give me I- hockey
0: takes Did you you go to many Hawks games this year?
1: Yeah, I love. I I love going to them. They're so fun, and I may not know all that technical stuff that Mm. they're chatting about. The rest are chatting about, but the thing about that atmosphere is that the if you don't know, the guy next to you knows, and he's going to help you know. Yeah, I just think that's a really cool thing about our community.
0: Hockey's fun. Yeah, hockey's a blast to go and watch. Yeah, I've never been to a Hawks game. Oh
1: my gosh, you have to go. The energy there is contagious. You walk in, and it's it's fun.
0: It is. It is as close to I mean, this is like a, a largely, but it's close to like a professional scene that we have in the state of, or in the not the state, but in the um, in the city of Sheridan. Yeah, easily. I've,
1: I've never been to a professional hockey game, and I'm okay with that because I have so much fun at the ga- the Hawks games. Yeah. yeah, you should go to a professional hockey game. Uh, yeah, I'm. You down. Would like
0: it? I've got the Hawks. Though, if you like, so. <laughs> that's the thing, though. If you like, there's not a huge like difference between like that sort of hockey, the lower divisional hockey, to professional hockey, the only thing that's going to get different is people are going to be bigger, they're going to be faster, and they're going to be stronger, and maybe your sight lines are going to be a little different because you're sitting in a massive arena compared to, mm-hmm. you know, the m M&M Center. Yeah, The m M&M Center M&M 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 is nice, though.
1: It is nice. I like going up there, like being on the glass and yeah. cheer, yeah. and I think that's really fun.
0: Never been. How many fights are there? Are there a lot?
1: Oh, gosh. The, they're not encouraged to fight, but... What?! The, you know, because they're, they're younger athletes. I mean, that's fair. You know, they're yeah. so... But there's
0: fights. Yeah. It's fun. Is it cool? Uh,
1: professionally, no.
0: That's the right answer. <laughs> That's the right answer. Okay. Before we get into Wyoming Cowboy Basketball, Mallory, my cousin, your James. favorite movie of all time. Ooh. Just straight up movie.
1: Oh, gosh. That's actually hard. Uh, you know
0: what I pinned you as? And this is probably sexist, to be honest with you. Oh, no. I'm being serious. Okay.
1: Legal the Princess blonde. Bride. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think my favorite... movie is the Royal Tannenbaums. Oh, that's a good pick. It, yeah, I really love that movie. Okay. Yeah. Wes
0: Anderson. Yeah. I love Wes Anderson.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. You know, I <laughs> give me a nux on that. Yeah.
1: That's a good pick. It's just good. I yeah. love that I've never movie. seen the
0: Royal Tannenbaums, but I love Wes Anderson. I, I, I need to watch it.
1: There's a character that I relate to um, just so our listeners know I'm adopted and they, Shout out. they always tell her she's adopted. So. Shout out Jill
0: Moriarty. My aunt.
1: <laughs> adopted me.
0: Adopted. Yeah. Adopted mother to Mallory. But real cousin in real life. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. not blood, but cousin for life. We fam. We fam. Yeah. We're all tenenbaums. Wow. I did not. I me li- saying the princess bride was very sexist Then that did not help me.
1: Yeah. It's, it's okay. You yeah. know, I think you know me well, so it's not like, it's That's not true. like, you're it's not a huge sexist. leap.
0: Yeah. I'm not just saying it to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like the princess bride? I've never watched oh it. Oh my God, it's even worse. Why did I ask that yeah. question? Have you seen Legally Blonde? I love Legally okay, Blonde. Okay, so you know. You know. <laughs> what? Like it's hard? See, I've never seen Legally Blonde, but I'm going to take your word for it. You need to good. watch it. Okay. So, uh, I need to watch I'm going to watch Royal Tenenbaums s- first though.
1: So, what am, What should I watch? You watch Legally Blonde, we'll chat about it next week. Okay. What am I watching? Oh,
0: uh, a get, wrestling tournament. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's probably what I should watch, to be honest with you. Um, God. I don't know. Have you seen The Godfather?
1: Yes, actually, I have seen The Godfather. Hey,
0: Godfather's really good. Um, Shout
1: out Sheridan Community College. I took a film class and they had a up oh, yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I need to take... I want to take that
1: class. It is so fun.
0: Is it? Yeah, Do actually. they just have you watch like a bunch of movies and then kind of... Yeah, like you provide them? like
1: analysis and you take a look at different film mm-hmm. themes and genres and...
0: What was your favorite film out of those that they made you watch?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, there's a film noir that they made us watch and I don't remember the name. I will bring it back next week, but it was my okay. favorite. So... Deal? Yeah. So a little... Keep you on the hook for next week, you guys. Uh,
0: yeah. Sheridan College. Yeah. They have, I, I didn't realize they had a film. Yeah. Until yeah. You told me. And
1: you can take single classes out there, too. So if you wanted to take just that class. And you can do it online, right? Yeah. You can do that online. That's bad it's ass. really fun. That's cool. Yeah. It's so cool. All
0: right. Moving on to the Cowboy basketball. I'm going to have another trivia question for you. Okay. Not a trivia, but more about yourself. Okay. Moving on to Wyoming Cowboy basketball. The Cowboys, they had two games this past week and they went one and one. They beat Nevada on Saturday, 74-61. Graham Ek continues to have a great season. 23 points, 15 rebounds, 8 for 15 shooting. Hunter Maldonado, 22 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists for him. And uh, Maldonado became 2nd all-time in assists, passing Brandon Ewing and moved into the top 10 in scoring at Wyoming, jumping into 9th all-time at UW. However, the Pokes would fall to San Diego State on Monday, 73-66. The Pokes' first loss at home this, home this season, Jeremiah Oden. Uh, he had 17 points. He was their leading scorer. Five of 10 shooting. Drake Jeffries was their second leading scorer scorer with uh, 14 points. Four of eight shooting from the field with uh, all eight of those shots coming from um, three-point line. Maldonado had 13 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists, 6 of 17 shooting. He was the first Cowboy to uh, have a triple-double since Justin Williams back in 2006.
1: Oh my goodness, that's quite a while. It's a long time ago. I know,
0: right? It's a loss, but...
1: That's a lot of stats. And to someone like me who isn't really in the sports world, where do you get all those stats? Because that's a lot of... Numbers. I mean, box score. Okay,
0: cool. Easy enough. Go cool. to ESPN, box score. GoYo.com cool. has a really good, like, recap of each game. Yeah. I get a lot of my stuff from them in yeah. case if you like miss it or something like that, they have a decent recap of each cool. game. But big thing from this EK had 10 points, 10 rebounds. He went 4-12 shooting. The Pokes have now dropped three of their last five games after starting. I think they won. So they've lost three games from February 15th to February 28th. You've got this. And <laughs> Thank you. And they um, that matches their season total loss. So, to that point, is, is this making sense? Got this. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, they went, They lost three games from February 15th to February 28th. And that matches their loss total from the beginning of the season to February 14th. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. they're in a rough patch. Not great. And the other guys around, Ike and Maldonado, this is going to be the big thing for... March Madness tournament. They're going to make the tournament, even if knock on wood, if they get booted out of the first round in their conference tournament, which I don't think will happen, but you never know. It's college basketball. It's kind of random. Um, they should make the tournament regardless. And, but the biggest thing that's going to be a problem for the Cowboys in this team in the tournament is they rely so heavily on Hunter Maldonado and green Graham EK to perform night in nine out. Ek had 10 points in this game and 10 rebounds, which, you know, not great. He averages, I want to say like 17 and 18 and points a game or something like that. And, um, 10 points, sh- you know, that's not enough to, to really get you over the, get you over. I mean, it should be with the guys around you. It's not, it's not enough for this team. They've done this multiple times where EK and Moldenato just have tough games and then they still lose that's the name of the game. They rely really heavily on that deal and, um, it's going to cost them, unfortunately, but, Who knows? If they get hot in the tournament, they can win anything. There you go. They can beat anybody. Yeah. They really can. Um, They dropped three of the last five, like I said. Next up, the final two games of their season. First on the road, taking on UNLV on Wednesday with first tip scheduled for 8.30 p.m., a late game for that one. And then they close out the season on Saturday at home against Fresno State at 2 p.m.
1: What happens after basketball? Soccer.
0: Yeah. For Cowboys? Or just in general.
1: In general. Or yeah, the Cowboys I mean, too.
0: Locally it's soccer. We get more okay. spring games and stuff. So soccer, um, track and field starts to get going here, golf, that sort of thing. Uh Wyoming Cowboys, I think they probably already started their soccer stuff. I don't I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I mean it comes and goes with spring. The only you know, Wyoming. Fun fact. You ready for fun fact? I like
1: fun facts.
0: Wyoming. The state of Wyoming is the only I mean, we only have one college, but it's the only state in the Union. That doesn't have a college, uh, college baseball team.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. North
0: Dakota has one. Uh Minnesota has one. It's weird, right?
1: Yeah, that is weird. Do, Do you know why?
0: Weather? Probably. I mean, that's mainly it. And then funding.
1: Fun fact. Fun fact. Wyoming was the first state to end women's suffrage.
0: That's peak Mallory right there. Yeah. (laughs) That's peak Mallory. I
1: I just want to apologize to the audience. Like in in advance, like I understand I have homework to do.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's
1: frustrating, but I'm not, no, here's (laughs) the thing.
0: You're here to, I'm here to bounce off or you're here to bounce. I'm here to bounce things off of you.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you I'm know talking I, to a person. I think I to our that. lovely audience, I think that my questions will help clarify. It's true. Because I will ask some questions that other people who are listening are wondering. That's true. I'm going to get into
0: some, you're pretty, uh, here in a little bit, I'm going to get into some very interesting stuff that you're going to have <laughs> literally no idea what I'm talking I'm about. Ready. I'm ready. being serious. <laughs> there's um, no such
1: thing as a stupid question. That's there's true. There's just stupid there's, people well, and I'm stupid. I mean, with, with what's
0: coming up, there's definitely, I mean, I was (laughs) fair enough. Yeah, that was a good joke.
1: I'm not stupid. I'm kidding you guys. I mean,
0: you can be stupid about certain things. (laughs) Like if you told me to figure out nuclear energy, I'd be like, I'm stupid. Yeah.
1: uh, I I don't know anything. I'm obviously very aware of nuclear energy and all that stuff. You're smart about that. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can split an atom. No problem.
1: Yeah.
0: Easy. Um, Okay. Favorite food. Mallory's favorite food. Oh, you know, mine, you can guess mine.
1: Does the audience know yours?
0: I mean, you can say it out loud right now, and I'll tell them yes.
1: Um, I'd, Bagels and Beyond, R.I.P. Rest in
0: peace. Oh, my God.
1: We miss you. We do. We uh, miss
0: Bagels and Beyond every single day. Uh, I went there more than I think any other person on planet Earth.
1: They knew him by first name. I knew my order. They, oh, Rest in peace. <laughs> when I said we were in mourning earlier, we weren't talking about Euphoria, the show. Yeah. We were talking about Bagels and Beyond. Oh, um, man. My favorite food crab i love crab really yeah i like crab i like asparagus i like broccoli material girl material girl yeah.
0: <laughs> i don't like crab
1: it's really good
0: i see i don't like fish just seafood in general oh. i just don't think it's for me
1: y- you're missing out on like a wonderful world of i mean excitement. you're right you're right yeah i mean
0: sacrifices have to be made sometimes though and yeah one of that sacrifice for me is seafood and crap, oh, even though it's not a sacrifice for me.
1: What's something that most people like that you don't like?
0: Oh, that's a great question. You want to know mine? Sure. Mac and cheese. You're wrong. Disgusting. No, what? Are you serious? I hate mac and cheese. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. How do you hate mac and cheese? It's How just, does this relate just, to sports? I don't matter, know. But now I'm angry. It's just <laughs> noodles and cheese. Yeah. Why it's, don't you like it? It's
1: bland and boring.
0: Oh and my And yes,
1: God. I've tried homemade mac and cheese. I've tried the Annie's mac and cheese. I've tried... Can I say Annie's on the radio? Sure. The I brand name? I don't even know
0: what you're talking... About. Yeah, I mean, who
1: cares? It's brand name. I don't think
0: Annie's is going to be listening to this, to be honest with you. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, there's a place in Houston. Uh-huh. If you ever go to Houston, you have to go to. I don't remember the name of it. I should look it up. I'm going to look it up. Filibuster for me.
1: Anyways, so... <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I threw you on the spot there. That's okay. Yeah, that was a little Um, bit rude.
1: Other foods that I don't think are good that other people like. Chocolate ice cream. That's gross. Chocolate cake. You're wrong. I like brownies though. You
0: you just not like chocolate. Oh wait, you like brownies. Yeah. But you don't like chocolate ice cream or brownies? um, I like chocolate cake. I like Mars bars. There's a place in Houston called Just Mac Uh uh-huh it is the best mac and cheese i've ever had in my life it's not just mac and cheese Uh, you can have it like
1: the name's called just mac you can't tell me it's not just mac and cheese
0: that's a fair (laughs) that's a fair assumption but it's not it's like there's different types of cheeses that you can get with your mac and cheese and there's different varieties of food that you can have inside of your mac and cheese Uh uh-huh so it's more like a it's like a mac and cheese burrito yeah. Nice, heavy breathing. I know, right? Gross. Now I'm hungry. Oh, my God, dude. That sounds so good. <laughs> the, a lot of people
1: make um, mac and cheese pizza.
0: Yeah, that's weird. I don't like those people. Mac
1: and cheese grilled cheese.
0: I mean, that's weird, too. Yeah. It's just you're making what the cheese is supposed to do.
1: Yeah. And then you got some more carbs in there with the noodles.
0: Yeah. But carbs are carbs, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I like carbs. Live fast and die young. Dog, <laughs> gang, duh. gang.
0: Um What was my question before? Oh, your favorite food. Yeah, what's uh, your favorite food? You know my favorite. You can guess it. I said Bagels and Beyond. Well, yeah, but that's like a place. Give Uh, me a specific thing. But not at Bagels and Beyond. You're wrong about that.
1: uh, Do I know your favorite food? Yes,
0: you do. Come on. m What is that supposed to mean?
1: I just see you with m ms all the time. They're in the fridge right now up upstairs. They are. Those are mine,
0: (laughs) yes. Um, I was eyeing those. No, that's not the right answer. (laughs) You know what the right answer is? What? You're going to be pissed when I tell you. What is it? Pizza.
1: Oh, pizza's good. Duh. I had pizza last night.
0: Pizza is my favorite thing. Yeah, pizza's On planet good. Earth. Care I think one of my ultimate goals in life, mm-hmm. and it's all like, what's the word? Um, everybody everybody has their own opinion about it, I guess, kind of. Um, Struggling today. I know, I really am. Dude, I, here's the thing. I can't, like, once I get going, if I don't remember the word uh-huh. as I'm talking about it in the sentence, it's not coming to me.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Period. Yeah.
0: Like, I just have to, if I don't figure it out by then, I'm just, I'm dying in my own in my own spit, like you know i'm regurgitating nothing gross and i know it's bad Icky. <laughs> Um but yeah pizza favorite there but you go my, my my end of life goal is to find the best slice of pizza on planet earth yeah but it's all object- subjective it's all subjective
1: it's all subjective yeah absolutely
0: anyways <laughs> this is mallory yeah <laughs> all right so uh for the cowgirls we're gonna move on to the cowgirl basketball team Cowgirls went two and zero this past week. Good for the cowgirls. They're actually playing pretty good this last past month.
1: Heck yeah! So good for
0: them. They first pulled off a big upset against UNLV. They were 20, 20 or twenty two and four. UNLV was when the cowgirls took them on, and I think the cowgirls were like fourteen and fifteen. And the yeah. cowgirls won seventy seven to th- seventy three. Good for them. Good for That's them. That's a good W. McKinley Bradshaw had twenty three points, eight rebounds, eight of fifteen shooting in that game. Grace Ellis off the bench, thirteen points, three rebounds, and uh, three of six from the field in that game. Quinn Wideman. Congrats to her. 12 points, three assists, two of eight from the field, but she became the 27th member of the 1,000 point club in program history. Ooh,
1: that sounds 1, good.
0: 1,000 points.
1: Holy goodness. That's a lot. That is great.
0: I eat that in a day, calories wise.
1: Heck More yeah. than
0: that, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> I don't know. You
0: started talking about food, and now I'm thinking about food. Allison <laughs> Fatigue, she had 10 points, 13 rebounds, four of 12 shooting. She it's her seventh double double of the season. The Cowgirls then dominated San Diego State on Saturday 70 to 46 at home. Uh the Cowgirls held SDSU to 28% shooting from the field in that one and uh Bradshaw had 30 points, 5 rebounds, 11 for 22 shooting and a uh, second 30, that's her second point third, second 30 point game of the season, excuse me. And uh Wideman followed up becoming the 1000 the 27th member of the 1000 point club with a 17 point game with three assists and six of 12 shooting, so 50% from the field. And the Cowgirls' final game of the season is this Wednesday night, taking on Colorado State at home with the first tip at 6.30 p.m. Are you ready to get into the nitty-gritty? This is good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to— Okay, let me preface this, actually, because I'm actually angry about this. And oh, I'm smiling right now, but it's actually like anger <laughs> is boiling angry. deep inside. Yeah, I'm actually angry about this. Ooh. And I actually, look at my first three oh, words. If you guys look at my first only, three words. What does that say?
1: I'm actually angry. No an- jokes or anything. I'm
0: actually angry. <laughs> I'm actually angry about this. Um, so we're going to talk about the baseball lockout.
1: Why are you angry, James? Because it's,
0: it's so mind-numbing that what we're about to talk about happened. Okay. It is mind-numbing. What happened? Baseball lockout.
1: What's a baseball lockout?
0: Okay, so you know unions. Yeah. Basically what it is two unions the mlb a Mm -hmm. union itself it's the owners of the major league baseball association whatever um they are their own union and the players themselves have their own union and every whatever five or six years give or take depending on what they agree on they have a collective bargaining agreement so we'll play together under this agreement under this um coat of you know uh whatever agreements and stuff like that and um then after six years, we'll negotiate again, depending on what the revenues say and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. statistically and things like that. And now we're here, baseball lockout time, and then you get a deal across. So what does that mean? We're going to lose baseball for a little bit.
1: My jaw has dropped. I know, right? Um,
0: so let me start. Okay. Let me let me get in here first. Okay. Before you ask a question. <laughs> As the deadline for the collective bargaining agreement came and went on Tuesday, In the afternoon, we were made aware a deal would not be made between both sides and there would be regular season games canceled because of it. Players wanted four things guaranteed from their side. Okay. Are you ready, Mallory? Four things. Four things. First thing, get players paid more earlier in their career. One and two kind of are together, but.
1: How are they currently getting paid?
0: So they usually have a rookie deal and stuff like that. And then after their rookie deal. So baseball contracts are very confusing Mm -hmm. and it's like a lot different than. Football contracts or basketball contracts. It's a lot easier laid out in their in basketball and football contracts. Um, you have service time that you have to figure out, which I'll get into here in a second mm-hmm. for baseball, as well as minor league stuff. If you get sent down to the minors, it doesn't count towards your service time in the MLB in the majors, mm-hmm. which affects your actual salary in the majors. And then when it comes to like arbitration, which is, do you know what arbitration is? I know. No, you don't know. No. Okay, gotcha. Mm -mm. Um, So arbitration, it's actually something that happens with, I think it's more than just baseball. I think it happens in like daily, like real things, not just baseball. Mm -hmm. Um, It's basically two sides. So the owner and the player, they basically go to court and try to figure out a lawyer as the, you know, median enterprise tries to figure out a fair, um salary for this player given the stats oh you know it, the
1: use it, of an arbitrator to settle a dispute yeah. it's like when you tell someone oh that's arbitrary
0: yeah okay. basically cool. and then you know the so the owners and the players they go on two different sides of the aisle they hash out and the arbitrator is like this is what you should be paying your player this year period and that's what the player gets paid for okay. that one year cool that's what arbitration is so that's one thing. Get players paid more earlier in the career so they can avoid arbitration earlier, and or when they get to arbitration, they're making more money. Fixing service time manipulation. I'll get into that here in a second. And then number three, preventing teams from tanking. Do you know what that is? No. Tanking is losing games on purpose in order to get a better draft pick in the upcoming draft. Okay. So you get better players on your team. The faster the idea is that the more that you tank, the faster you will be. You'll get to playing better, basically. To get better players, sell more tickets.
1: <laughs> I, uh, while looking up arbitration, I'm just mm. looking up the MLB lockout. Um, and I like this line. It says, baseball has always been defined by crankiness, a curmudgeonly edge that in good times can be messaged into an old school virtue. What wow. I like that? Crankiness, a curmudgeon, curmudgeonly edge.
0: Who, said, who typed that?
1: Uh, This is released from ESPN writer Howard Bryant.
0: Oh, Howard Bryant. I like Howard Bryant, actually. Yeah. Okay. And number four, removing restraints on free agency. No restricted free agency. They want unrestricted free agency. Basically, you can go to whatever team you want for whatever they're offering. Okay. That's what free agency is. So, service time. I'm going to get into a little more detail. What's service time? From Dane Perry at CBS Sports. He's got the direct definition. Quote, An MLB service time is the term for how much time a player has spent in the major leagues, either as a member of the active roster of the active roster or on the injured list. It's measured in days. So that's service time. What's service time manipulation? Also from Dane Perry at CBS Sports, quote, it's when teams contrive reasons to leave a prospect in the minors, even though said prospect is plainly ready for duty at the highest level. Often they leave the prospect down just long enough to ensure he won't earn a full year of MLB service time during his rookie season. Less common, but still somewhat pre- prevalent is when teams hold down top prospects until after the super two deadline, which is a bit of a moving target from year to year doing. So ensures that they won't go through arbitration four times instead of three. Did you pick up that?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm good. following.
0: All right. Uh, why do teams do this? Also from Dan Perry. Quote, The incentives are plain to see. By keeping a prospect in the minors for the, just the first sixteen days—sixteen days of what will be his rookie season—they can delay arbitration eligibility and free agency by a full year. So, for the first sixteen days of the rookie season, if they just hold them down in the minors for the first sixteen days, it delays arbitration and free agency for a full year later down the road. Uh huh. Basically. In the former instance, it keeps costs down for the team. With the latter, they gain almost a full year of additional control over the player before he hits free agency. Super annoying.
1: So how how long is baseball delayed? Then
0: we don't know. They, so it's so kind of
1: just a big question mark right now.
0: They just met, so they were meeting for the past like six days or mm-hmm. something like that in um, in Florida and the idea was to get a deal across by i think it was 3 p.m. today. Yeah. and if they didn't they would just start the land games until the two sides met again, which nobody knows when that's going to be. Um but to kind of get my point across about how i feel about the situation if you're not with the players in this situation just in general. So for Mallory, you don't really know. They got fleeced last time. Uh-huh. I mean the the owners won got a bunch of money out of the last or out of the last collective bargaining agreement that they were together for and um, players got screwed. So now the players, obviously they want to make the money that they're deserved. And I think Jeff passon from ESPN, you might be reading his article right now as you're looking at your laptop, <laughs> um, Jeff passon from ESPN, put together a piece that summed it up perfectly for me. So I'm going to read through it here a little bit and um, we can talk about it after, but it's a little long. So bear with me quote, the players are angry at the tra- the trajectory of the no- negotiations would have inched along for almost a year with little de- demonstrable I can't read James. I'm going to start over. Did
1: you know that no season no season training is allowed right now? Yes. Oh, my gosh.
0: Uh, no team, no player. So that's another interesting thing. No player, a player that's in free agency right now after the 2021 season, since there's a lockout, they can't do anything. Yeah. Like they're not with a team or anything like that. So they're just kind of like
1: these are individuals with families like
0: they're making nothing other than like, you know, I mean, they're still doing brand deals and stuff. But those
1: brand deals may fall out if they're not playing because, yeah, that's that's, part of it. So I'm reading right now, like, how can the average individual help?
0: I don't know if there's a lot we can do. No,
1: No. you can unfollow the MLB.
0: Yeah. Yeah, do that, actually. You know what? <laughs> Cancel your TV subscriptions.
1: And follow individual creators and players. Yes, do Stop that. Stop visiting, sharing, interacting with media and advertising partners.
0: Yeah, like com. Don't go to com. Actually, if you go to MLB.com right now, do it right now. Okay, I'm doing it. You'll see um, there'll be no news from any player that started playing like from 17 years ago.
1: Commissioner addresses CBA negotiations. Other than that, obviously,
0: but I mean, if you like <laughs> scroll down and look for highlights, it'll be like highlights from like 1982, yeah, or something like you're that. Right? It's kind of funny. It's like a it's like a time capsule in itself.
1: Interesting.
0: Okay, starting over with Jeff Passon's quote from ESPN in his piece: "Quote: The players are angry at the trajectory of the negotiations, which have inched along for almost a year with little demonstrable." Progress. More than that, they're tired of the game they love saying in ways both active and passive. It does not love them back. Player pay has decreased for four consecutive years, even as the industry revenues grew and franchise values soared. And that would be. Excuse me. That would be stewards of the stewards of the game pleaded to anyone who would listen that owning a baseball team isn't particularly profitable venture. Player service time has been manipulated to keep them from free agency and salary arbitration. The luxury tax instituted to discourage runaway spending has morphed into a de facto salary cap and too many teams are nowhere near it anyway. Instead, gutting their rosters and slashing their payrolls because the game's rules incentivize losing. The commissioner has called the World Series trophy a, quote, piece of metal. And the league has awarded the team that did the best job curtailing arbitration salaries, a replica championship belt. He continued, quote, getting the right deal is the player's only recourse and their position is simple sport needs to evolve with its aspirations baseball remains a game with an incredible upside with a collection of young players and dynamic uh, players young and dynamic and imminently likable there is ample room for improvement to the sport itself which has grown too plodding for a wide swath of youth would-be fans who regard it as slow and boring the players have prepared themselves to miss games to forfeit more than 20 million dollars a day. In salaries, they believe a pad agreement, one that attempts to further neuter their power, could do even more damage. End quote. I think that kind of rounds it up perfectly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, more of an opinion from me, instead of just reading Jeff Passman's opinion. The players make this game. Period. This, the the game of baseball is intertwined with the history of America more so than any other sport. You can kind of intertwine it with huge events and stuff like that, going all the way back to when it was found or when it was created back in the late 1800s, and that's why it's called America's pastime. It's called that for a reason. And now the players are angry with the owners, and they just want a fair slice of the pie, which I don't think is asking that much. Anybody that says the players they're just playing a game, you know, just accept whatever the owners are offering is wrong. Dead. Wrong.
1: It's their career.
0: It's their career. One, it's their career. Two, they're the very best in the world at what they do. Mm -hmm. In a multi-billion dollar industry, they're the best at what they do. Period. Would you not, If you were the best at what you did in in, in the world, the top 1% in the world at what you did, would you not want to get paid like it? They create the industry that they're in. The 1,200 players, if you took them out of the league and replaced them with replacement players, the game would change fundamentally. It would completely change the game, but it would make it more boring than it ever has been. If you replace the 30 owners, not much is gonna change.
1: Yeah. Not much I is think gonna you're change. Right there. So um, that's the
0: baseball lockout.
1: The average baseball player's salary is a four point one seven million.
0: Which is a lot. Granted, it's more than yeah, we'll ever see.
1: Quite a bit, but at the same time too, like you said. They're the they're, top
0: one percent in the world at what they do in a multi million dollar industry, exactly. slash billion dollar industry.
1: Yeah. The top podcasters make more than that. Exactly, So they sacrifice their bodies. They're
0: working year round. I mean, they play 162 games. Yeah. Which is a ton.
1: They're away from their family. They're
0: away from their families. They sacrifice a lot. I mean, anybody that's saying it's just the game doesn't get the whole overview of the problem. They're missing the problem entirely.
1: And I I think a lot of times, like, people discount the fact that this takes a toll on people's bodies in the long run, too. So their ability to have this kind of athleticism in the future is. Exactly.
0: It's what is relied on for them to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Their careers can only last, you know, at maximum 20 years most of the time.
1: Yeah. Whereas other careers, you're in there for 40 Yeah, until
0: you retire most of the time.
1: If you're lucky to retire. If you're lucky to
0: retire, yeah. Yeah. Then, I mean, for baseball, it's 20 years, and then you got to figure out what you want to do after. Yeah. Most of those guys only know the game.
1: Yeah. What are you going to do when you retire?
0: (sighs) That's a good question. Golf, probably. Nice. Play lots of golf, video games.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't know how
0: far I'm going to make it, though. That's the thing.
1: Are you going to have like a one of dark. those uh, little side jobs that people get no. when they retire? You don't want to work at Home Depot paint counter?
0: No. Do you know what I did?
1: What? Actually,
0: it's funny you say that. I felt super sophisticated. I you opened do? a Roth IRA the other day. Oh Wow. I really did. Wow. And you know what? My shout out call on First Northern Bank. You know what he said to me? <laughs> what did he say? We'll give you a monthly report on the trades that are going through. I was like, oh my god, dude, I've made it. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm gonna retire. I've done it. I can't believe it. I going uh, a Roth IRA.
1: Yeah, I mean that's called growing up, huh? I know. It's crazy. I was like, dude,
0: I can't believe I just did this. I walked out. I was like, dude, I got a, I got a pimp walk going.
1: <laughs> you but know then, what? I this I I feel like an adult with this. Mm-hmm. I think this year, probably halfway through the year, I'm gonna reach my deductible. For my health insurance. Let's go! Yeah,
0: hell yeah! And that
1: type of thing excites me now. So it's
0: weird. It's, Once you hit that age, you're like, dude.
1: So I understand deductible. why these salaries matter you get so it. much. You get <laughs> yeah,
0: they're they're honestly they're underpaid for what they do. Yeah, and for the entertainment industry as a whole, every basketball player, football player, baseball player, whatever hockey player, they're all underpaid in the industry that they do because of how much entertainment they provide to the people that go and watch. Period.
1: And um. Fighters? Let's Hell yeah. Oh talk about that. Don't get me started. They don't make any money. Dana White. And they get you beat an, up.
0: Dana White, you're an enemy of this podcast, just so you know.
1: Papa Dana.
0: Papa Dana. Enemy of this podcast. Ugh. Start paying your fighters, dude.
1: Yeah, pay them big. Please. Yes, They're going to start running away,
0: even though you have like a foothold on the entire fight industry.
1: Whatever happened to Sean O'Malley? I don't know. I think he's stupid.
0: Why? That was random.
1: <laughs> I just, I mean, he got... He's just stupid. He's the Irish guy, right? No, that's... uh,
0: That's Conor McGregor. McGregor. Sean O'Malley's another Irish guy. I I
1: don't know if he's Irish. He's the guy with like... He was kind of more of a personality than Mm -hmm. a fighter. This may be controversial.
0: It's just controversial. But then he... He had the colored hair and stuff.
1: Yeah, he did. And then he got... I'm pretty sure he's
0: Irish. O'Malley. He's
1: like, I just I pulled my foot. (laughs) Okay. To a thing.
0: That's Mallory everybody. She knows sports <laughs> a little bit of sports. I, I, I didn't see their last fight, so I couldn't. I couldn't comment.
1: Oh, this was like two years ago now. Oh wow, fight, okay, never mind.
0: I've seen no Mallory since then.
1: And then he called uh, women fighters. Oh, these are just girl fighters. Like he was commenting on some fights, and I just thought that was there is a rude. level of uh,
0: sexism in this in the fighting game. Yeah, that you don't get with a lot of other. I mean, you do.
1: Don't get me started.
0: I mean, yeah, I, it's just kind of a. But the fighting, it's like you compare. You always compare the the fighters. So the best girl fighter mm-hmm. will always be compared against the best man fight, or the male fighter.
1: Yeah. And
0: everybody thinks the best male fighter will be the woman fighter. Yeah. Always. Yeah. That's just how it is. So they're immediately on a lower level. Fair. Not, not, uh, no, no, no. I not, take that that's back. That's not what you meant to say. That's
1: a genuine response.
0: No. <laughs> that's not genuine. <laughs> Can you
1: edit that out.
0: That's a non-genuine response.
1: Yeah, you know, when you just reply to like be like, yeah, true. Yeah. Or you're like, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. not genuine. as music uncut tabs.
0: Please stop. I hate that <laughs> clip so much. Okay.
1: I don't think our audience will know that to this explain the- that was viral. Wo- Anyways, I apologize.
0: Welcome to the weekend sports rep pocket. That's it. We did it. We're done. First episode. See?
1: Oh gosh! I apologize to the audience. I'll come back prepped. She'll give me show notes next Post-game time. Post game show.
0: Post game show. How do you think you did?
1: Post game show. Um, I would like to thank my mom, my cat, my dog. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I think I did okay. I think if I have show notes next time, I can I, do a little. I asked research. you if I wanted
0: to print, if you wanted me to print them off. You said no.
1: Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I apologize. No, that's okay. that's so right.
0: I'll give you show notes next time, though.
1: Cool. Cool. Deal. Yeah. I think you did good. Is this going into the yeah oh. post game? Anyways, thanks everybody for watching. Wait, hold the on. Sh- Okay.
0: Last piece of trivia for Mallory. Okay. For you. Okay. For <laughs> people to know. Favorite. This is off the cuff. Favorite nighttime drink. So alcoholic beverage.
1: Nighttime drink.
0: I already know the answer.
1: Wine.
0: I knew it. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Like, Red I'm or like, white.
1: Uh it depends on the mood. That's fair. You know? Yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> anything about alcohol.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, I mean I do, but I don't drink very much.
1: fun fact about James, one time he called into work saying that he had bad Oh my turkey. god. And uh sorry, James, but I have to tell it.
0: Uh I called in saying I I had bad turkey, but I was really hungover.
1: Yeah. The thing is, is that I'm his cousin. We had the same turkey. Uh, He was asked, or I was asked, how was the turkey? Are you feeling good? I was like, yeah, it was great turkey. It was really good turkey that night. And then. uh,
0: That's the worst. We
1: found out. James called in sick. That's the
0: worst thing I've ever done. I could
1: have corroborated your story, James.
0: You could have. But I don't want to make you a second hand on me being hung over because i drank too much on thanksgiving
1: yeah you added yourself. that's the last
0: time i got drunk not kidding that really is the last time i got drunk i was like i don't know if this is for me yeah so yeah I drank you make and I was horrible like,
1: life choices like right, lying to your like, peers lying,
0: calling out sick yeah okay that's gonna wrap up the show mallory
1: what's your favorite nighttime drink
0: uh delicious coca-cola zero anyways
1: thanks everybody for listening uh,
0: nice good job good job thank you very much for t- thank you very much for tuning in make sure you check out the podcast spotify wherever you listen to it you can listen to it on spotify anywhere you get your podcast doesn't have to be on sharedmedia.com itunes spotify google play is that right stitcher is that a thing yeah okay stitcher Apple
1: Podcasts.
0: apple Podcasts. i said itunes but same thing apple Podcasts. i don't know uh anywhere you get your podcast sheridan pot or what is it oh podcastwyoming.com. excuse me sorry we have so many websites sharemedia.com PodcastWyoming.com, wherever you get your podcasts thank you very much for tuning in much. is going to be back for me with me next week
1: yes i will do my homework i'm excited to be part of the show with james timberlake and
0: that's going to wrap it
1: we will see you next week yep
0: thank you very much for tuning in the weekend sports wrap podcast